Well, we've heard Richie McKay say how talented the lineup of teams in Conference USA happens to be relative to what the Flames faced in the A-Sun last year. And more specifically, something like this after the win against Sam Houston State the other day. You can tell the talent in this league is uh, it, uh, it's evident. So I thought our guys, I thought we battled, had a stretch in the first half where uh, we let them get away a little bit, but uh, we, we answered most of their counter punches and uh, our, our group is fairly unselfish and connected. And I thought you saw that this evening. We've seen it a lot that it's put Liberty in a spot where it's almost like, you know, it's a long-term fight and they were knocked back with a couple of losses, 0-3, but now they've reestablished themselves and gotten back to 2-3 and with the chance to get back even at Jacksonville State this coming weekend. Now, Paul Nazigan has had plenty of seats front row to watch the Liberty Flames over at L.A., Liberty Arena, or what we like to call Bel Air, the swanky part of L.A. And that is why we get a chance to share his perspective now here in the Fast Lane. Naz, a pleasure to be speaking with you. For Flames fans and those out there wondering how the Flames might have started off slower, you know basketball. Coach and played with Liberty back in the day. Now you call their games and work with Matt Warner and God bless you, Emily Austin on the Liberty Flames Sports Network. Uh, we would say that with all love towards Emily, but I, I can only imagine, you know, how many head scratching moments you have like we as well. How different is Conference USA from the ASUN? All right. Well, first of all, let me say, Ed, good to talk to you. It's been a while, um, so I'm, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, number two, we do get a front row seat, and it was good that I turned to my right, and you were sitting right next to me, so uh, that was kind of cool, although we didn't get a chance to talk, so I'm glad uh, that we had that now. But, um, yeah, I've been, been you know, connected to and, and a part of Liberty Basketball for a long time. Um, yeah, the season maybe didn't exactly – the conference season didn't exactly start – uh, how Liberty fans wanted it to, but um, you're right. Uh, they've taken a, a great step forward the last couple games, playing really well. Um, yeah, I mean, all I can do is is you know echo what Coach McKay said the other night, uh, and, and again previously. It's it's a different day. Um, conference USA is really tough, and um, I think. The coaches knew it. The players knew it. Uh, if you follow mid-major basketball, you knew it. I just didn't quite think that Flames Nation maybe was quite ready for uh, that jump up. And and I, I think it, it, you know they're 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 avid fans. They're 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 great with you know they have high expectations and from the success and that's all great. But um, you know I said it this way: it's a difficult place to be, but it's the place that. We, and I say we as Liberty, wanted to be, um, you know, and, and again, I think Coach has shared this as well. Like, you talk about conference difficulty. Uh, conference USA is about, by several metrics, 10 places higher in difficulty than the A-Sun. Um, and so that's going to come with some difficult games and, and maybe some, uh, you know, some losses and things like that. But, um you know, I, I, by all accounts, they're they're playing really well. I think um, players, coaches, really got them. You know, got got kind of focused, made some adjustments, and you know, you were there the other night. They looked fabulous. They looked like their old selves against Sam Houston State. 
I know Coach Richie McKay has been pretty adamant that you know, what he's gotten out of this team in practice and what they've seen in games, it, it, the process has been fine. The results just haven't been there, and they would take care of themselves. To my much less qualified eyes, of course, um, they look like they had more zip than I had seen in quite a while to start that game against Sam Houston State. And it looks like it's grown. How much of that is gaining confidence in what it takes to perform at the level required to compete and win games in Conference USA? And once they've gotten that, and oh, by the way, a full packed house at Liberty Arena helps, that this team now feels more confident and therefore they're better equipped to go out and execute. Well, I think I think it's a combination of all of that. You know, I think the timing of, you know, being able to come back home really helped them. Um, uh, you know, I, them making adjustments and and some things that they're you know talking about and doing in practice, and and again, even uh, game by game, getting adjusted to the new level of competition. Um, again, and, and I really can't say it enough. Like you looked at that record at zero and three, but. I think that sometimes overshadowed. Like, you're there on the road at Western Kentucky in the conference opener, a place that, you know, perennially, I mean, you're going back 15, 20 years, is a established mid-major, really tough program. You're there with a shot at the buzzer to win it, and it just doesn't fall. And then they're at Louisiana Tech, and they lead a good portion of that game you know, they, they make a little comeback, send it to overtime, and again, you're at a, you're in a one-possession game in overtime, and you just kind of come up on the short end, again, on the road. So it's like if you really break it down and you get into, you know, what happened and the – like they're right there on the doorstep. And so, you know, again, uh, Louisiana Tech is up there at 3-1 and one, uh, in the conference, leading the conference. And so even in two of those losses um, – and then you take the two wins the other night. I mean, I think they're really playing well, um, and I think it's going to be that kind of year. It's going to be a possession or two. Um, it's it's which team won't have kind of a little bit of a of a shooting drought uh, could be all the difference. But um, you know, you look at the scores. The defense is there. I mean, they're holding people lower than their averages, and so the, I, I think it's you know the nights they shoot well, um, it just makes things a, a lot easier and then looks you know looks really well you I, I agree with you they looked the the two home games uh especially the other night you know w- w- at sam Houston, they just looked it was beautiful liberty basketball the ball was moving around guys were cutting and nobody was standing and looking and it was man when, when they're playing that way you see how good they are yeah it's something that's fun to watch especially if you like fun demental basketball and when liberty's at their best you know it goes from something where people go oh it's a slog this is the same thing i say about virginia to something where you can actually <laughs> see right. a lot of the beauty in it um but for this team how much does it help to have guys like kyle road who's a senior and gets a lot of credit but even unsung heroes the stat sheet doesn't tell the impact of a guy like joseph Vinzant, but having those two type of guys that are able to set the tone and have helped instill a culture where where the younger, let's be honest, the more prolific scorers in a lot of cases, like Porter and Matheny and those guys, have all fallen in line and has adopted their roles very well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, 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 you know, everybody knows Kyle Rode, you know, the, the, the player, uh, the leader, uh, the voice. I mean, you know, so he's um, – I've been so impressed with just how he's picked up his, his scoring. Like, even uh, – him as the leader and the captain over the summer was like, hey, from 
top. Every man's got to get better, and you see that in his game. I mean, he's had a great summer, and he's taken his game to another level. Yeah, and 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 JV again, great on the defensive end. Um, you know, one of those guys that man just loves. He just knows he's going to have to go out and chase and defend the best player on the other team for 40 minutes or, or you know, 35, whatever he's playing. And it's like, that's, that's tough, but he loves it. He just, he just eats it up. And the last few games, he's added um, some points, which has really been great. He's attacked the rim and, 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 and added in the scoring column. So you're right, like, to have those guys. And I, I'm going to throw Porter in there, too, because, I mean, he's a – He's a two-year starter, a seasoned guy. So you brought those three back to the starting lineup, and um, that was just a great core. And then, you know, Mathidi in the transfer portal has been – I mean, what a, what a great grab. I mean, great kid, tough, you know, played in the, the MAC conference for three years and just comes right in, and he's the second team's second-leading scorer. And then, you know, the emergence of – Zach Cleveland. I mean, you know, we saw him last year, but he's in the starting lineup and just, I mean, points, rebounds, assists. He's just, you know, just blossomed into this great guy you can just count on every every night. And so, yeah, it's. I think they had a really nice balance of experience and returners, but some new faces that have contributed. And um, yeah, I mean, you can't forget Peebles coming off the bench as kind of like the sixth man. I mean, he's had some big scoring nights. So they're going to need him down the stretch. So, um, yeah, a good balanced team with some some old faces and some new guys as well. Paul, a pleasure to speak with you in the fast lane. We'll wrap it up with this. Got about 30 seconds or so. The Liberty Flames, it's their turn to get Jacksonville State when they have the bye and they head down to Jacksonville, not Florida, but Alabama this coming That's weekend. Right. How crucial is that for Liberty to now be able to have that advantage against a, one of the more athletic teams in a conference filled with athletic teams? Yeah, I mean, you know, one side of me says, you know, it's just the next game. You got to go on the road and, and, you know, just look at the game at hand and, and it's like any other game. But, you know, the former player and coach in me says, we owe them some revenge. <laughs> and they came in and, you know, beat Liberty on the home floor. And that's one that should not, of the, you know, of those first – uh, five games, that's the one that kind of, you know, sticks in my craw a little bit. So uh, I think they're going to get down there and, and just, you know, give a great effort, and they certainly could go down there and, and get a win if they're playing like they did this past weekend. Encouraging words for Flames fans from Paul Nazigan of the Liberty Flames Sports Network. Naz, thank you for your time in the fast lane. Look forward to chatting again. Anytime, Ed. Good talking with you. Paul Nazigan with us to wrap up the Fast Lane. You know where to find us Fast Lane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, and stuff.